Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And how's it going, Kyle? It's going pretty just good. You, just you and I again. We had one glimpse of the roommate, and back to Mordor he went. Right? Like, wow. he just he just appeared, jumped into a seat, recorded with us, and now he's fucking gone, gone again. Gone again. And I want to thank, uh, you know, Josh for... Saying all three words yeah, that he said. appearing on the show, man. He, that kid would not stop talking. I know. I couldn't get him to... I couldn't fucking elbow on him to I've, stop. I've had so many people message me be like, listen, Matt, Josh... <laughs> was the greatest guest you've had on the podcast yet. He is so full of information. The kid just doesn't shut up. Like, he was all over. He was on top of it. He was. On top he, of it. I mean, he he knocked it out of the park. He, oh man, I don't... Grand Slam. I, he should have a podcast of his own. I, that's all I'm going to say. He should have a podcast of his own. Talkative fucker. He was... He could give He could give some people... I know Kevin Smith or Ken Brown from Drawn to Comics a run for their money when it comes to talking. Right. Because that kid just, <clears throat> mile a minute, man. Mile a minute. <laughs> I can't wait to have him back. I, I can't wait to have him back on the show again. Right? Just just that discussion, man, that deep discussion that he brought I, out in all of us. Dude, I, I mean, I felt it, man. I connected I did, with I, him. It brought a tear to my eye. Right. I, it, I could feel it down in the pit of my stomach, and I was getting all musty-eyed, and I was like, this kid, this kid has got everything. He's got the total package. He's got game. We don't need to be here anymore, Kyle. He has the total package. <laughs> All right. Well, again, we all joking aside, we want to thank Josh for coming on and saying all of two words. Yes. Um, I think he said his name twice. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He had a, he, you know, I should have saved that because he had a struggle with the rotation of introduction. <laughs> After I explained After it to him. After he explained it to him. And then once he wasn't even listening to you because you were looking at Kellen. <laughs> so he thought you were talking to Kellen and not I was, him. I was so mesmerized that mesmerized. the roommate was here. Yeah, I know. That, uh. I could. I just couldn't stop staring at him. The med, the roommate was here, but we still had no signs of Jose. No, nobody still knows where he's at. M I A. Um, I'm gonna start. You know what? I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna make a milk carton. Oh, where's Jose? Oh, where's Jose milk? Oh, that could be our new shirt. <laughs> where's Jose milk carton? Yep. Yeah, people. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into this show here I'm and excited. kick things off tonight. And we're going to start with uh, the review, the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. Well, sorry, mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. I thought it was terrible. Uh, terrible. It, it was really bad. was. <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad. Let's just completely rip off the show that we are, you know. Well, I, I, you think it was a, you really think it was a, a Walking Dead ripoff? I think that they are hitting a stumbling block. I think they hit something there that they're they're I think they're stuck because you could you're watching it and you you it's it's just they're they're, pe- they're peeling out chunks from the walking dead. Yeah. I mean, well, plot-wise, yeah. That, I agree. Yeah, that's in the I just it already goes to show that this this show will not ever have direction. Mm-hmm. Because they're I assume that they have a plot wall from the walking dead and I I assume that they're throwing darts. <laughs> And I, I right now they're throwing darts at season two. I have a feeling that's a little bit more, a little bit more organized <laughs> than just throwing darts. But okay, they pro- I agree with you. They probably have a Google generator that, that <laughs> they, it, it says there's a there's like an algorithm Google, for season Google two plot generator. Yes, and they put in three keywords and it gives them the plot to the show yeah, yeah. to that week's episode. Like I think they got the guys from Silicon Valley to make them an algorithm. <laughs> Of, of taking plots from uh, season two of Walking Dead. I just noticed. My laugh sounds like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's fucking bad. Whoops. Anyways, <laughs> um, I agree with you that it was bad. Um, the Nick, I, n- they don't seem to know where they're going with this Nick character. The druggie. The, the reformed druggie. They have no idea where they're going with him. First of all, he was the badass that's, yeah, I'm walking around through walkers and nobody's going to see me and I know what I'm doing here and walker life, (laughs) walkers for life. And then now it's, they're still alive. He's very, he's very impressionable. Yes, he is. That chick is, what's her name? She's very manipulative. Yes, very much so. And she, he's got the gift. Yes. The gift to do whatever the fuck I say. I did like 
that Travis uh, and his son, like, he found him. Like, Nick found him, and he's yeah. like, go away. He's like, yeah, he was like, fuck it. All right. I'll give you this crack if you go away. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of cool that he's going to try to help his son, which I hope what happens is they die. He was like, Nick, over there, it's a black tar heroin. And Nick took off, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, what, where, where? If, if you go back that way. Yeah, go back that way five miles. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. But I, I hope what happens is that the son, the the Shane clone. Little Shane. Little Shane. I hope he dies, and then Travis makes his way back. I hope they both die. I, you know, I don't really mind him on the show. I think he, I think, I think they're going to need him to keep this shitty family together. Yeah. And to keep it working. You're going to need him to... I think he needs to become the leader. He needs to step up because fucking old man, dude, fucking, he took one for the team, mm-hmm. set everything on fire. Well, he was crazy. He was, like, losing his fucking gourd. He, he was doing the same thing Rick did. Yeah. Remember when Rick... Well, he was seeing... His wife. Yeah. That's what he was doing, too. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's just... Yeah, I agree. We were one mysterious phone ringing away from it being fucking Rick all over again. Like, if he was carrying around a cell phone, it would have been it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I just... Because that was what? That was season three of The Walking Dead. Season four. Yeah. No, season four when they were in the prison. So, the Google the Google generator <laughs> got the wrong plot and mixed it in. It mixed, it mixed Fear the Walking Dead with Walking Dead. Yeah. It was like, oh shit, let's do this plot line. I just... I just think that they're stuck in a rhythm, and I think they're, I, and I think they're going to continuously pull from The Walking Dead. And you mm. know what? It might be just one of those things, though. We've seen so much with The Walking Dead. No matter what they do, it's going to be Walking Dead relatable. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, yeah, I agree. And um, at Amazing Hawaii Comic Con last weekend, Robert Kirkman had a panel, and a lot of people were asking him questions and asked him. Will the characters on the show ever cross paths with the characters in The Walking Dead? And he said, well, they're the same universe, so they could eventually end up at the same spot. But you got to think, we're already seven seasons in with the, our main group. We would have seen them already. Yeah, and we're, and we're only two seasons in with this group. So, at, so if they're going to cross, it's going to be later on. And they have a <laughs> huge distance to go. Yeah, but they're, well, yeah, I guess they're... Because they're what? I know there's seven seasons, but like in real time, I think they're a year. I think the difference is a year. I think year. it's two years. Is I think two they're years? two years into the zombie apocalypse. I believe. Because that means... I mean, they can, they can make it. That I wouldn't be surprised if... The only way they could really write them in is they would have to be... Uh, Got all this new nifty equipment. Might as well right. look it up, right? I think they would have to be already at the kingdom. Hanging out to make it work because we've already seen Hilltop, and you already know they're not there. Uh huh. I, I I honestly hope I don't see them in The Walking Dead because fuck them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care to see them in The Walking Dead. I think they will actually bring that show down. Yeah. Because. They're, they're poor character. Walking Dead has really good character development only because it has good source material. Um, and they have good, and, and you know, you have good source material with the comic book. So you have something to go off of. And it just doesn't, it's not the same with, with Fear, the Walking Dead. It doesn't work the same. There's not as much. Um, there's not as much character development because there's not as much source material. And I also think so. the problem with Fear of the Walking Dead is they've already... I might be wrong, but I think the, what the point of Fear of the Walking Dead was, it was everything leading up to the zombie apocalypse. They're, they're a season and a half in, and that's it. They are in the midst of the of zombie apocalypse. There is no more build-up to it. There is... The, the only thing that they can do now is travel, kill zombies, and find other humans. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of season five, we are 514 days into the zombie apocalypse. So, that's a little over a year and almost a half. two years. 
into the zombie apocalypse. So I would say that at the end of season six, they're over two years. That would put them over two years. I would assume. Um, yeah. Okay. So at the end of season six, it's uh, two years and nine months. And then Fear the Walking Dead is only months. Months into it. Months. If that. Weeks. But, it, I mean, it, they're not they're Days. not running parallel, though. They're they're showing you prior. So th- I mean, right. And that's it, what they're, they're saying. showing you that, the past. So they could show up any time, anywhere. They well, could. Yeah, but the, the timelines, they would, you would have to see them make their way to Alexandria or Hilltop or the Kingdom or wherever they're going to be. It would be cool if they showed up, like, maybe later on as part of, like, Alpha's crew or something, but... It'd be cooler if they showed up and Rick just shot him on and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need another Shane. But, um, so yeah, almost almost three years. Well, yeah, two, year, two years, nine months. Yep. So, that's, I mean, still, that's a long time. Yeah. I don't know, I just, like I said... The one Strom, I think his name is the black guy, uh-huh. gets exiled for killing the the woman's son. Her his boyfriend. His boyfriend. He gets exiled for that for burying him. And then you know, um, then the, they dipped. They, they dipped. all dipped. Yeah, and then the the dad, the Hispanic dad, like loses his shit and starts seeing his ex wife, and she's like, "Why don't you come join me?" and and so it it was pretty much the Rick thing all over again, and then he like lit all the zombies on fire. But you know, you you did not see the the old Mexican woman in there, the one that the mom fucking locked in. You didn't see her in there. Like uh-uh. she smiled, and then when the the Mexican she was dad, locked in the cage with him. Yeah, and then when the when the Mexican dad went in to light the shit on fire, you didn't see her. She was nowhere to be found. No, he didn't see her because her his wife actually walked out to yeah. talk to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was her talking to. Him. Maybe, but he let that shit on fire. Not that shit. He took one for the team. You think he's dead? Yeah. You think so? I think he burned alive. He wasn't getting out. Yeah. You could tell he was no. He was not making it out, and they bounced anyway. And then Nick. Oh, you killed her! I'm leaving. Yep, and then he fucking stays like a pansy. Yeah. yeah. I think he's gonna rejoin him. Well, yeah. I He's not going to have a choice. I thought it was crazy, though, that she was fucking poisoning everyone, though. Right? Because she did the whole the whole church. Communion. The communion wafers. Poison she, the bitches with the communion She's not to go to wafers. church and eat that shit. Right? That's why I don't believe in organized religion. Right? Poison they, you. They, they will fucking poison More you. More ways than one. But More ways than one. I think this show has got to the point where I, you almost saw a glimmer of hope for it. And then it fizzled away with the... Within two episodes, there was a glimmer of hope. Yep. And then it fucking burnt out. Mm-hmm. It burnt out faster than, like, a fart with a lighter. Because I'm back on... I'm not even sure if I'm returning. After mid-season. You will. I know I will, but... I'm because just... you're gonna... You're gonna drag on to Walking Dead. Like you said you were. Yep. And then finally get to see who the fuck Negan killed. And the, did you hear about that? While we're on this subject? Subject? I was watching the video and reading that he had was going to tell everybody who it was so not to leave everybody in suspense till October. You, it was a joke. Yeah. So he was on At Midnight, and Chris, one of the topics Chris Hardwick picked was um, terrible cliffhangers, or terrible season-ending cliffhangers. Which are... And they said The Walking Dead, and Robert Kirkman goes, I'm not going to leave everyone in, 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 in you know, suspense any longer. What a, you know, you can't wait till October to find out that Carl dies. Right. And just fucking... And it, it sent the internet in a fucking shitstorm. You know it's not it, coral. No, though. because Negan says, if the boy screams, dig out his other eye and, and feed it to his father. Yeah, so you know that knocks both of them. Yeah. That, so, it, I still think it's Glenn. Hands I think down. it's Abraham. It's Abraham? I think it's Abraham. Just because they, they focused so much on him that last half of the season. Like, it he was a be. big focal point. I still, I still don't think he's a big enough draw. To, like, remember to kill when him. Tyrese was the uh, big focal point? Yeah. What they do to him? Yeah, they offed him. They fucking offed him. Yeah, but I still don't think he's he's that big of a a draw yet to make it like that emotional kill. Abraham. Yeah. yeah. I I think you you could do it, 
but I think you drastically change the effect Negan has if he kills Abraham over Glenn. Because what does Abraham give you right now? Just his quick, his quick, like, corpse, his yeah. fucking... <laughs> gotta pick a turd up by the clean end, and did you mean to spill the pancake batter? <laughs> you know, it... it you, that's their one-liner? Yeah, you get the one-lines, and the clever one-lines, and that's it with Abraham. I still think it's Glenn. I still think it's Glenn. Still think it's Glenn? I still do. I just can't think it's Glenn, because they already did it to us once. They, they took him... His name off the show. They let yeah. everybody think he was why would, twice in one season. But you gotta understand, like fucking if shitty. you start going at and and this is the same debate I've gotten into other people with about <laughs> other shows. Is you gotta look at it like real life. Like I've heard people no, like you watch Flash and Arrow, right? Yeah. So I've heard people bitching that with Flash, they're so sick of the Felicity on again, off again. Oliver, I love you. Oliver, I don't love you. I can't be with you. I want to be with you. Relationship. People don't understand that's that's real life. Like that's the show isn't real life, but that's how people are in real life. That's how people's relationships go. And being a vigilante superhero on top of it. Right. So, you know, that give the man of some break. But I just I don't think so I just don't think it's gonna be. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta where I was going with that is so, Glenn, if he disappears for a while and you don't know where he is, of course you're going to think he's dead. So they want you to be in, engulfed in the show and think what those characters are thinking. So they want you but to think But they took his dead. name off. Yeah, but... So they would be on letting you think that? I mean, yeah. they pretty much told you that he was dead until he wasn't dead. Well, yeah. I mean, like... How much of that was a feeler out, though, for... Uh-oh, should we kill him? Should we not I'm sure it was 100% of feeling. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know? But so, which, which leads us into, what did you think of Preacher? I absolutely love Preacher. It was fucking badass. It was. I think I missed, I think I fell asleep. With the la- I think I missed the last 10 minutes. I didn't. <clears throat> you know, I really liked Preacher. The thing that I felt struggled with Preacher a little bit, is that if you don't know the source material, you're a little confused by what's going on. Because there's different stuff going on. Right, so... Like the vampire thing, fucking... I didn't know that. That fucking... I was like... I was sitting there watching, I was like, there's fucking vampires in this. I didn't even catch that. Like, I went through the whole episode, and I was like, what is with this fucking, like, Irish character? You didn't catch or, it in, no. in, when they were in the plane? No, like, I caught them, like, snorting the drugs and shit, but I didn't catch they were vampires. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And then he jumped out of the plane without a fucking parachute yeah, on? Yeah, I got that. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I thought he was a demon. And then it wasn't he, until... Because when he bit the dude in the, yeah. in the plane, and you could tell he was like, ah, and he was all like, I was like, oh, fuck, he's a vampire, motherfucker. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that. So I was like, hell yeah. And then um, the whole demon thing at the end, like when the preacher gets possessed at the end, I didn't see that part. Well, that's when he's sitting in the church and shit gets all wonky and then he wakes up and his sister or whatever wakes him up in the morning. Uh-huh. He gets possessed. And so I had to go to Wikipedia and read on Wikipedia what the the backstory and synopsis the preacher was. And he yeah, he gets possessed by a demon. The ha- like the It's like a half demon. He's half good, half bad. Uh-huh. He's like the love child of two different demons. Nice. So he's half good and half bad. And then... He's got this cast of characters. He's got the vampire dude and all these other guys. But that, that black chick, Tulip, dude, that's like insane. Yeah, she's badass. She is. When she fucking killed the dude with a corn cob. <laughs> yeah. That was insane. I was like, dude. Everyone is like, how's Preacher, Matt? How's Preacher? I was like, I'm going to tell you one thing. It's good. And they're like, well, and Kellen was like, is it like The Walking Dead? Is it the same feel as The Walking Dead? I was like, no, it's a lot gorier than The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. He's like, how so? I was like, I can't really describe it. But let me put it to you this way. Dude gets straight up killed with a corn cob. And Kellen was like, I'm sold. <laughs> and he fucking well, watched it and he absolutely loved it. I think what the what the good thing about Preacher is, is is Walking Dead has already paved a path. Yeah. They have already stretched the limits of what they think they can do on TV. Mm-hmm. So now everybody at AMC, they know how to manipulate that now. And yeah. so I think that's one of the reasons why it's the way, part of what it is, and who's involved in it. A lot of it has mm-hmm. a lot to do with who's involved in it. Right. But now that they have they have paved this way, they 
they can run with it now, and they, they already have that path. It's already the streets down, the fucking the paint markers are in there. The you know the speed limit says ninety miles an hour, and they're they, they and they can do it. But in typical AMC fashion, we now have to wait two weeks before we get another preacher. And they're letting it build up because what they're going to do is they're going to play it again the first episode next week again. Mm-hmm. So next they're really, week. I think they're really putting some. Uh, well, because they're going to, and you're going to get another Chris Hardwick talking. God damn, talking it. preacher. You need to fucking stop with that shit. And you're going to get an hour long of Seth Rogen. <laughs> Well, you know, a preacher, I smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> I made my own commercial for it. <laughs> but um, it was, His commercial was pretty funny for it, though. Yeah, where he played every character. Yeah. But, yeah, I really like Preacher. Um, it's, a, it's a good show. It's, got, it, it's, a, it's a little confusing, like, but it's very violent. Like when yeah. the, the kid comes to him and says, I want you to hurt my dad. Yeah. And then he gets in a bar fight with him and breaks his arm. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to stop until I hear... I'll stop when I hear you squeal like a bear that gets his caught, foot caught in a bear trap. <laughs> and he's like, how's that sound? He's like, you'll know it when you hear it. And he fucking pulling and pulling, and you hear it, and then he snaps his arm. I was like, oh, dude, that's insane. That show's good. That show is... I think that show is going to fucking... It's going to be like The Walking Dead. It's going to be a high-rated uh, AMC show. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to... I think they're going to... I think that's good. they're going to do a lot with that show, to the point where I think I'm going to read the source material. Yeah, I might I might wait till the end of the first season and then do it, but uh, it's got me curious to see where it goes. Like I know, like part of me doesn't want to because I want to stay away from it, so I can see what the novice to Walking Dead fan sees. The not you know I'm not going to use Jose's word, but you know the people who don't read the comic, yeah, they're just, just they're just watchers. into the show. They're yep. the the fans of the show. They're not. They don't care about the source material. They care about the show, and I want to kind of, kind of be one of those people for once and see, see how it goes. I don't think I can resist. No, I don't no? think so. Wow, it is a good show though. Like, but I, I'm not gonna go buy them because they're expensive. Download them online. Yeah, like number one, we do not support the illegal torrenting of comic books. <laughs> support your local comic shop and comic artist. <laughs> fucking threw me off right there <laughs> but I'm just saying yeah maybe I'll borrow them from Josh he's got them all does he yeah like standard issues or trades standard issues he uh, bought the as soon as it was he announced he jumped on that fucking train as huh? soon as it was announced man he fucking just bought them all up I like, gotta do it fast and furiously that's how you gotta do it man so now he's got them all cause you never know you never know what's gonna hit and what isn't you see that that commercial that show with David Schwimmer yeah what do you think of that one? Uh, it's David Schwimmer. I'm, a, I'm kind of interested in it. Uh, I'm never, I've not been a fan of David Schwimmer's He's ever. Fucking the Ross. Ross, yeah. <laughs> but no, Ross. Preacher. Anyone out there who hasn't watched Preacher yet, get on your fucking on-demand of whatever your service is. and Or wait wa- till Sunday and watch it. No, don't even fucking wait till Sunday. You're listening to this right now. Fucking pause this show, watch it, and then <laughs> come back and finish listening. Yeah. I don't know. You don't watch Game of Thrones, though, either, do you? That shit's garbage. Game of Thrones is so good. Poor Hodor. I remember Peace you out having to all a very different... I did, and then I went through and watched it and got to season five when shit goes crazy. And I'm like, all right, I like it. I'm not I'm not Kellen level. I'm not Kellen obsessed. <laughs> where I will just sit there and figure out ways to work Game of Thrones into the conversation <laughs> at any point I can. I'm not Kellen level obsessed, but I like the show. I like the boobies. There was a redhead on there that had a fine rack. 10 out of 10 wood motorboat. <laughs> Just saying. She, she presented them, and I was like, damn. I rewound it like three or four times. I was like, damn. That's a perfect set. And then she showed them again. I was like, that's, in the, that's still a perfect set. That's what I used to do with uh, True Blood. <laughs> Rewind the titties. <laughs> but... Or boobs, knockers, yes. fun bags, dirty pillows. Breast friends. Best breast friends. <laughs> sweater yams, milk tanks, whatever you prefer. If you don't like titties. Whatever you call it. Whatever you, you prefer. You don't like my derogatory term of calling them titties. I gave you a couple other ones to enjoy. I, okay. I've been trying to catch up on Silicon Valley. I was watching the episode where he fired everybody. 
And they were like, no, I think you're getting fired. That was the last episode. That was the last episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. That shit was... And they fucking... I like how he, he fucking... They, they gave oh, all no, the hard I, drives away. No. Uh, yeah, that was the last episode. Yeah. Where they gave all the hard drives away. And he was like, where's my fucking hard drive at? And they yeah. figured out where it was. He fucking just walked in and drilled a hole <laughs> in and left. He tried to pretend to be Geek Squad. Yeah. He's like, where's your shirt? I got a stain on it. <laughs> I spilled coffee on it. I just thought it was funny that he was, foil. he was sitting there... He thought he was talking to his coach person, the yeah. his media person. Yeah, his um, PR person, and he was, Richard. Yeah. And that fucking chick was recording everything. And, and then the whole, like... You can't move. I'm not going to let you... She just drives forward. <laughs> I liked the, the whole, like, Hooli thing, where they figured out middle out the same way that Richard did. And then, uh, you know, the Hooli techs figured out middle out the same way uh-huh. Richard did. And then they left and went to a different company. And then Huli bought that company, End Frame, and yeah. then bought that and came back, and he acted like they were never even worked there before. <laughs> you know, it's the same people that he had for for um, Nucleus. He just he acts like because they came from a different company that they're better. I like that they that that whole contract that he was making. Oh, uh, Ehrlich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Their company name. It's Bachmanity. Yeah. The show is just funny, and it's like nonchalantly it funny. Is. Like it's like it's like it's funnier later too. It's, it's not over the top funny. Like it's it's funny jokes that like you people would make. You know, like you could see someone naming their company Bachmanity, yeah, coming across in the same exact way that he did. <laughs> but that's that's what I like about that show. Is it's it's actually funnier later when you talk about it. When you're watching it, you're kind of like, nah, that is funny. You know? I'm sure you got a huge kick out of the giant horse cock, <laughs> right? When they're the horses were mating. You can't even look at that. <laughs> it's a good show, though. It is. It's, it's been a good season so far. It's funny. It's, it's one of my favorite shows on TV, Silicon Valley, on HBO Sunday nights after Game of Thrones. I just been they Since they just repeated all the time, I just... Uh, I'm in a Silicon Valley mood. Yeah, it's, it's... So you're caught up on the season, then? You've seen from episode one forward? No. No? Nope. Damn. I just... I watched that one. I watched the horse fucking one. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm like one. I think I haven't seen one episode. The one did you? So, the you saw the Hooli one then, where they figure out where he wants to make the box, but um, the dude tells Richard that he doesn't have a price on the the algorithm, so they're not gonna make that because there's no price point on it. And he's got a price point on the box. It's the same <laughs> episode where he quits. I don't think you maybe you haven't seen it. Though. Maybe I haven't seen it. You you got to go back and watch that episode because there's this part in it that you can totally tell is like improv, where uh, Ehrlich's character takes a, a big old drag of the bong, and he starts coughing, and he's coughing throughout the entire thing, and he's still delivering his lines as he's coughing, and the rest of the cast is like trying not to laugh and like doing <laughs> things to, like hide the fact that they're gonna laugh. It it it, it had me in tears because it goes on for like five minutes <laughs> of him just like coughing. And, like, he'll stop coughing, then I'll take another hit of the bong and start again. Like, it, it literally had me in fucking tears. It was so funny. I'll have to go back and watch it then. But, yeah, Bachmanity. Bachmanity had me pretty, <laughs> got me pretty good, too. Fucking big head. <laughs> Dude's clueless. Uh, and I like the end of that episode where he's meeting all the outsourced people and he fucking can't get oh, a chair to work. Oh, he can't just fucking fall in his chair and <laughs> shit and try to adjust it. We're going to have to start that all over again. Yep. But yeah, that's a great show. Game of Thrones is a good show. Sorry, right. sorry to all of you Hodor fans. He held that door till the very end. Till the very end. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, you should watch Game of Thrones. I can't. Season five, man. Just I can't. Five. I got to see. Well, I got to season three. I powered through it. I tried. You have to get to season four where you get the red wedding. Last time I was told to get to season two. No. And then I was told to get to season three. No, no, no. You got to get to season four to see the red wedding. And once all the, once Joffrey dies, and then that's when shit picks up. But, um. Because now they've passed the books, right? Yeah. Like they've surpassed the. Yeah. Their source material is now out. Right, correct. And they just run on, like, script notes that George R. 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 Martin throws out. Script well, notes. So he fucking walks up with a napkin this and shit. This is the direction I want the book to go in, so here's some ideas. But, I mean, how is that going to work later when he actually puts the book out? It's going to be separate. They're calling it a separate universe. Because they've made switches in the book, too. Yeah. Like, they've made character development and character changes from the book to the show. So it's going to be a different universe, apparently. But speaking of that, let's get into it. Outcast. 
Fuck. So what happened? So Outcast leaked their own episode? They put the episode out early. It was put on... It, they put it everywhere. They put it on YouTube. It wasn't leaked. They put it on YouTube. It's on HBO. You can watch it on HBO Go right now. It's on HBO. So they just put it out for everybody to see yeah, to get they put everybody it into everywhere. it. Everywhere. Everywhere to get people hooked. And it's actually supposed to premiere next Friday night. June 3rd. June 3rd. We'll be at Phoenix Comic Con. But it's supposed to premiere f- that Friday. And it just do, like... I don't know what to say about this show. It's fucking it phenomenal. It is creepy as fuck. It was, it's everything that I hoped it was going to be for a first episode that was not on AMC. Even at the beginning with the little kid. Oh, it, right out of the gate. It just, right out of the <laughs> gate. He's, you, you've seen it if you saw the sneak preview. It starts off with this little kid staring at this cockroach on the wall. And he just straight up fucking headbutts it. Yep. And busts his shit open. Like, he is bleeding everywhere, and he goes downstairs, and he eats the fucking cockroach off the wall. Right. He licks it. Yeah, and then he goes downstairs <laughs> to see his mom and sister fighting, and then he grabs some fucking cereal and starts eating some fucking cereal. Then he starts eating his thumb. And then he eats his thumb, and his mom sees it and lets out a blood-curdling scream. I loved how much of the comic they brought to life right. in that first episode. And I, I really liked how they introduced everybody. Yeah. The same way they did in the comic. Yep. You met the you met the father with the police dudes playing poker. Yep. You met um, Kyle's sister the same way. Yep. And his brother-in-law the same way. His brother-in-law's a fucking prick. Yeah. And the one thing that like really hit me in the feels where I, where I'm like, damn, his niece is a fucking bitch. Um, when he when she's like, you're not you're not your daughter's daddy anymore. Yeah. Your daughter doesn't have a daddy anymore. Like when he when you read that in the comic, it's not as powerful as when some cold hearted little fucking bitch says it to you <laughs> on TV and you see it, you're like, damn, dude. You instantly feel for Kyle. You're like, damn, man, that's fucking sucks. I think that guy they have playing him fucking I think he's gonna nail it. Like he did a really good job, a lot better than I was expecting. You know what's really funny about that? I think Robert Kirkman sat down and watched Gone Girl. And was like, yeah, I want you for this. I want you for this. Because if you've seen Gone Girl. Yeah. Ben Affleck's giant root. Yep. So the the lead detective chick, that's the mom in Fear the Walking yep. Dead. And then her partner is the guy who's playing Kyle Barnes. Yeah. So it's literally like Robert Kirkman saw that movie and he's like, I want fucking you for, for Fear the Walking <laughs> Dead. I want you for fucking Outcast. It's crazy. And the guy that got, the chick that got playing Kyle's wife. Super hot, right? Super hot. There's just something about her, dude. It's just like, mm. yeah. When they first show that, when she first turns her head, yeah, you're just like, damn. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> and I like how they showed you. That was one twist, I think, from the comic. I'll have to go back and read it, reread issue one. They didn't show Kyle finding her attacking the child in issue one, did they? No. That was a nice. That was a nice twist for TV. Because he grabs her and cradles her when she's unconscious. That was a good twist for TV. Because you, it took us what like seven issues to figure that finally. Yeah. Hear that? Maybe no, way more than that. More like fourteen, I think. No, it was recently. It was only like two or three issues ago we found that out. I think it was like a woman. when he was in the hospital when after his sister knocked his brother-in-law out the window. So it was, I think it was like eleven or twelve. Maybe. Yeah. But I wonder how many. I think it's only ten episodes. That seems to be the standard. First season now. Yeah. First couple seasons. See how it goes. But yeah, it was it was well done. It was very well done. It was, you know, just like the first, uh, when he figures out what he has to do to get rid of the demons. Mm-hmm. I liked how they did it. It was good. It was, it just, I'm going to say this again. If you guys haven't watched Outcast, go to YouTube right now and watch it. Even uh, well, you go to our Facebook page and watch it because I posted it there. That's how I actually finished watching it. But even like sucking the demon, like when the demon's like sucking his soul out of him, yes. Like you, it looked just like they drew in the comic. Yep. This is spot on. The dude looks like Kyle Barnes. Yes. It is. The only the only gripe I had that I that fucking kind of killed me is when he goes out and gets on the the prepaid phone and he just opens that shit up and automatically makes a call. Like, he didn't have to activate it or nothing. Right. He just opens it up and it's ready to fucking go. <laughs> and there's no way his sister, like, activated it for him. 
he just like rips up with a clamshell and he's like, "Hello." Calls his, yeah, let like, me let me call my old lady and sit there awkwardly as she says, "Hello, <laughs> Kyle, is that you?" Smash! <sighs> <sighs> Fucking breathing all heavy and shit. But um, yeah, dude, Fear the Walking Dead, spot perfect. No, outcast. I think yes, Outcast. Fuck, Outcast was amazing. It was. And when they show the little kid contort at the end, right? Gave me fucking goosebumps. I, I shuddered. I was like, "Oh, dude, are you Starts serious?" Fucking punching him. Yeah. It's, yeah, dude. Like Kyle Barnes not afraid to hit a child. Nope. And I can't believe they actually showed him knock that fucking kid out. Hooray for Cinemax! Right. <laughs> not Kyle Barnes is not afraid to hit a child. <laughs> no, <he's not. laughs> he is not afraid to hit your child. If he's possessed. And even the devil looks perfect. This outcast is going to be spot. Everyone is gung-ho about The Walking Dead. If you are a fan of The Walking Dead, I know they're by the same creator, you got to check out Outcast. Yeah, because they're fucking nailing it. I'm expecting Outcast number one to skyrocket, to just blow up. So aren't they going to do it every Friday will be Outcast then? Probably, on Cinemax. It's the only reason I got Cinemax is so I could fucking watch that show. I'm going to just figure out a way to watch it. (laughs) I don't condone torrenting online. Don't torrent it. Just go to a site that shows shows. Yeah. This site shows Can you get, like, a Cinemax app? Uh, I'm not sure if you can or not. Like, I haven't looked into it to see if they have, like, an app like HBO Go. Mm -hmm. I think they all have an app. I'm sure. There's an app for everything now. Your penis too small? Got an app for that. What's that app? <laughs> Penis enlargements on the go for the hoe and everyone. Um, but yeah, those have been our reviews of the hot new shows that came out and the shows that are ending. Uh, if you want to hear reviews, I'm going to actually bring on Kristen and Justin to do a special review of the seasons of Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. I don't think you watch Legends of Tomorrow, do you? I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow, and I haven't even watched the last season of Arrow yet. Ah. Or Flash. You didn't watch the season of Valley Flash? No. Oh. I, I walked in just as it was ending, and on, you know how DirecTV you could push back? Yeah. But it didn't let me go back, and it hadn't put the episode on. Because to, to catch up on uh, Flash, what I actually have is on my phone the CW app. Oh, okay. So what I usually do is I watch, I listen to it at work and, and kind of watch it. Mm. And that's, but I haven't just had the time the last couple days. All I'm going to say to you, Flashpoint. That's all I'm going to say to you, Flashpoint. Fuck. All right. Flashpoint. But, um, but yeah, we're going to probably record that Saturday, so that'll probably be out sometime next week for you. So look forward to that. Um, I can't wait to get an aneurysm with that podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, they they debate hard on these shows. Like, we have a group chat, and they when they go off on this stuff, they they go off on. So it. they really like Arrow, Flash, and Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, they like to criticize the shit out of it. Oh, really? Yeah. So they only they only watch it to hate it. Pretty much, Kristen especially. Justin likes it. Kristen watches it to hate it. So it should be a fun show. Um, let's get into some of the news topics that we've got this week. Uh, not very many of them because not a whole lot. Um, has happened, really. Um, Fear the Walking Dead star Frank uh, Dillon, who plays drug addict Nick, mm-hmm. was reportedly arrested after getting into an altercation with a security guard in the CBS lot on Sunday night. He allegedly tried to breeze through the security checkpoint at the studio and was stopped by the security guard. Fear the Walking Dead does not shoot on the lot, so Dillon didn't necessarily have access to the lot <laughs> in the first place. One guard described his behavior as erratic and reported claims that Dylan was only uh, further frustrated when the altercation started to get more heated and ended up striking the guards. At that point, the guards had no other choice than to call LAPD, had them arrived, booked Dylan, and he was charged with battery. So now he's going to die on Fear the Walking Dead. Or get kicked off the show and replaced. Yeah. They'll probably just kill him. Probably they probably won't even do that, but... No, nah, shit happened. That's stupid, though. Why? why? Yeah, why was he there in the first place unless he had some All of a sudden, he thinks there. he's this huge fuck. Well, he was in Harry Potter. Yeah, I know he was. And he was some other stuff. He was in some other stuff, too, but he ain't no... You, you're no fucking 
huge star. You're Doesn't no, mean you just fucking blow onto the right. CBS lot. I mean, you're no. Like, I guarantee Norman Reedus that when you show right. up, chicks pants instantly get moist and. <laughs> I guarantee if he would have walked up and he would have said, "I'm so and so, I'm in Harry Potter, I fear the Walking Dead. This is who I am." They probably just would have let the motherfucker on. No, they'd probably be like, "Who the fuck are you, and why the fuck do you want to come in the studio?" I bet you they would have let him on. He's, probably. They know who. I'm sure if he just would have been a fucking not a dick about it. He had just, to punch a security guard, man. That's fucking stupid. That, that dude's just trying to do his job, support his family, and you gotta go throwing bone, you go throwing <laughs> fisticuffs at him. Payday. So now he's gonna get a fat Fear the Walking Dead check. Stupid. I think it's stupid. I, maybe I don't know. Maybe this little bit of fame has gotten to his head a little. What fame? That show is butthole. <laughs> it's not like it's not like he's on the Walking Dead. He's on Fear the Walking Dead. He's on the Runner Up show. Right. He's on the Redheaded Stepchild show. You know, it, it's like you want a Jello pudding and all that you got a snack pack. <laughs> you know, he's literally like the snack pack. Yeah, he's, he's he is he's second place. You want a Dr Pepper and you go in the fridge and all you got is Dr Good Guy. <laughs> you right? know, that's, yeah. they're literally the Dr Good Guy. They are the <laughs> they are the store brand show in the Walking Dead franchise. What's uh? They're the great value of Walking Dead. <laughs> that's what Fear the Walking Dead is. The great value of Walking Dead. I was trying to think of that one, uh, Dr. Something. Dr. Thunder? Something like that. Dr. Good Guy? (laughs) Dr. K is the Kmart one? (laughs) Dr. K. (laughs) Dr. Good Guy? Uh, But yes, that's what they are. They are are the value brand. (laughs) Go suck someone else's air, kid. Right. Um, Stan Lee to make his final NYCC appearance in October. Um, now, see, there's been some rumors going around that there was a finally, there was actually a hoax yesterday that Stanley passed away. Really? That was going around Twitter that came out to be false. Um, but Stanley, the legend and co-creator of many of Marvel's biggest characters, including the Avengers, X-Men, and, Fast- and Fantastic Four, will make his final appearance at New York Comic Con when the show takes place on October 6th through the 9th. Lee, now 93, is still expected to appear at his own namesake convention, Stanley's Kamikaze which takes place October 22nd through the 30th in Los Angeles. There was a lot of speculation going around and misinformation that New York Comic Con was his final convention. No, it's his final NYCC convention. Yes. Because he's rolling his... The dude's 93 years old. We, we've seen that if you give up... Um, you give up working on something, you, you, go, you die. Like, shit goes south real quick. Uh-huh. You, you've seen it all the time. Like, you look at um, uh, Joe Paterno, the dude who were the head coach for um, Penn State. After all that shit died and he lost his job as head state of Penn, co- or Penn State head coach, he fucking died. You look at all these, these rock stars that leave bands and die. Yeah. That, that's all he has to, to go for. The dude can't see. He's got eye cancer. He's 93 years old. He's going to cut it back. And I'm still pissed that he made it past February. You never know, dude. I'm All I'm saying is that if you were going to San Diego Comic-Con, he's already been announced at Comic-Con. If he makes it that long, if you have not gotten something signed by him, now's the time because he probably is not going to make it much longer. You know what? I got two books with a signature on it. I'm good. I've got two books also. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a third. I'm going to get a book that at he Comic-Con actually Coffee. wrote. No, I'm going to do it at San Diego. I'm going to get a book that he actually wrote. And get him to sign it, and and that'll be. I've, it. You, don't, don't, you already have a book that he actually wrote. What? Don't you? No, I have Spider Man one twenty one signed by him, uh-huh. and I have Spider Man seven hundred signed. Oh, uh, so I'm gonna get Spider. I'm gonna get the first appearance of Gwen Stacy or the first appearance of Mary Jane, signed by him. I'm gonna get my Amazing Fantasy fifteen signed by him. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're fucking. Mar- like what is it Marvel Mysteries fucking <laughs> copy or whatever it is uh, but yeah so don't believe the hype don't believe the misconception Stanley is still alive he's not done with conventions altogether it's just his final NYCC I'm sure he lives in the Los Angeles area so I'm so sure if he's able to you'll still be able to see him at San Diego and you'll still be able to see him at Comic Con well they said he'll be at his own so yeah. um, now we get into <sighs> the muddy and the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. 
We are going to record a DC Rebirth special this week instead of comic book reviews because DC Rebirth number one came out. So we have a huge Rebirth special um, for you to hear. Hopefully. Um, listen, like, we shit on Rebirth for and call it a reboot, and we'll get into that more in our special. So if you want to hear what we have to say about that, listen, listen to that episode. Marvel is doing the same thing. Fucking dicks. They just did it. Marvel just did it. They like what, just six months ago. Yeah. No, like three months ago. Because I mean all the all the rebooted uh comics are like what four? They got issue four and then Spider Gwen got to issue five and then they stipe they stopped it for um Secret Wars. And then they when Secret Wars over they started radioactive Spider Gwen, the new set series. But I mean like like uh it, Everything's only like at four or five, though six. Like, yeah. Like even Old Man Logan, I know they didn't like. We got four or five issues of that. There's six. only four issues of. There's like three or four issues of uh, Spider-Man with Miles Morales. Issue four came out last yeah. week. So Marvel's gonna do it again. So Marvel Comics has officially announced Marvel Now, which is not it. it it's a They've remake. already done that, right? They did that. They're saying a publishing incentive. Um, Kicking off this fall, 2016, the Marvel Now will feature new titles spinning out of the events of Civil War II. The new series will be um, revealed in the Marvel Now Previews magazine, releasing on July 13th. It all starts this fall as the Marvel magazine releases on July 13th, like I just said. Um, the universe is going to uh, change. The universe is going to change going forward into an ambitious new direction as the industry's top creators and hottest up-and-coming voices leave their mark on the world's top superheroes. Didn't we just hear all of this? We did. We did. (laughs) Get ready for the most exciting and energetic comics on the stands. Prepare for the all-new, ongoing series, earth-shattering, status quo-shifting, and exciting new era of Marvel Comics. No. Listen, if you're going to reboot, if you're going to retool, and you're going to change creative teams, and you're going to change writers and artists, that's fine. I'm, I'm all for that. Maybe X-Men won't suck when you remove Romero, Romero maybe from Amazing it. Maybe Amazing Spider-Man will pick maybe, back up again. Yeah, maybe you fucking smarten up and you remove Dan Slott from Amazing Spider-Man. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But I'm just saying, if you take Bendis off of Spider-Man, you can suck my dick. Right? Because he's killing that book right now. Do you know what, though? That guy fucking kills almost everything that he writes. He does. I'm, he's the only reason I'm excited to read Civil War 2 is because he's writing it. Um, That's the only reason I picked it up. But, dude, like, if, if you literally, I swear to God, Marvel, if you reboot at number one issues... I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I'm not going to buy any. I'm, I will continue to buy Spider-Man with Miles, and that's fucking it. Yeah. That is it. I will not start over again with you. Every four months, and I thought DC was bad. Every four months, oh, we're going to reboot. We're going to give you new number one. We got new teams coming. We got new directions, dude. You literally just did this. Yes, you literally just did this months ago, and it was all crap. Months ago, eighty-five percent of what they put out of was crap. Yeah, I agree. And now you're gonna go through all summer of hearing, having to hear about Marvel. Now we're gonna get so much Marvel now news. Probably at San Diego, we're not gonna know how to decipher. Most it. of the Marvel now shit that they put out before, most of it was garbage. It was garbage. The only good thing that I think came out of the original Marvel now was Magneto. That was yeah. a good run. Everything else, horseshit. Yeah, I mean, I, besides Magneto, I cannot think of another title that I I liked with Marvel now. Mm, no. Not off the top of my head, no. So, it, it's just horseshit, man. Like, why? You, I guarantee you, you're going to get, like, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Gwenpool, uh, Gwenum. What else were they? They were doing. They were talking about another one now. Uh, was it Spider Carnage or Gwen Carnage or something? Stupid! Like, come on, milk that fucking teat for all it's worth. Why don't you? <laughs> you would think it'd be running out already, right? But just I don't understand. Like, like I said, retooling, revamping, and changing the the people that are on these books could be a good thing. But they Getting need to Dan reboot Slott though. Off of Spider Man. And moving someone else onto it could be a good thing. I think I think a fresh, a fresh right to to Amazing Spider-Man would be nice. 
a fresh take. Yeah, because Slot's been on it for years now. Because it was good. He because well, the problem with Slot is he he starts out okay. He takes a long time to build up, and then he fucking peters out at the end. Well, all Marvel events are like that. They build. They start strong. They build, and then they fizzle out. Yeah, like a fart in the wind. It's over. You know, they they end on the weakest way possible. But I mean, who else would you have write? It'd be nice to have someone else write Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Charlie Soul. I'd love for Charlie Soul to write Spider-Man. Um, there's so many other people out there that could do it. You even kind of at this point, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, get fresh people to do it. Hand the book. I know you're like. I know handing the book to a rookie writer is like handing the keys to your Porsche yeah. to your 15-year-old son or 16-year-old son. You know, you're handing him basically the keys to the Marvel Kingdom with Spider-Man. But fucking go for it, man. Let the kid try. What's the worst you do? You're you gonna reboot? Re- you're going to reboot it in yeah, four months anyway. Exactly. You're going to reboot it in four months anyway. But, I mean, something had to have happened inside Marvel. Like, they had to have figured out, okay, our books are fucking garbage. But you know what? Don't reboot them. Just converge them. <laughs> you know well, what that, I mean? Make that, make an event that that will continue forward with the numbers, but but change writers somehow. Well, they don't have to have an event to do that. They can just do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they but can just go from seven to eight. That's They're, that's the thing is that the event they had to, that changed all this was Secret Wars. They got rid of all the Marvel. The all they got rid of all the alternate universes. They got rid of the Ultimate Universe. It's all 616 now. It's all just Marvel. And now... It's garbage. It's all new. <laughs> it's all Marvel now. Well, why couldn't you... First of all, you can tell there's no originality there because they didn't come up with a new name. No. Give it to DC. At least Rebirth was ori- <laughs> was thought-provoking. Let's, let's, let's go back. Because, I mean, what? Marvel now is, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Um, yeah, if that. I two years ago? I bet you it was two years ago if it was Marvel now. Well, because it was Marvel now. Uh-huh. And then it shifted to all, and then after um, it was Axis. What? No, it was Axis, or was it after? Um, what was the fucking shit with the vision with the the Watcher? Um, Original Sin. Yeah, it was all new it Marvel was, now. It was before, yeah, because Marvel now was before Original Sin, and then it was all new Marvel now. And then now it's just, and it was all new Marvel now up until the end of um, Secret Wars, and now it's just Marvel, and now it's. Marvel now again and then it'll probably be all new Marvel now in another six months I mean are they only doing this to to like keep competitive like with DC since DC's rebirthing I think think they saw the the hype around DC's rebirth and it got them a little scared they should just step up their game not reboot the game I I understand (laughs) but what what do they do now okay what is their answer to what is their answer to, to Rebirth? Captain America. Have you seen the Captain America picture that's blowing up the internet right now? Oh, Hell Hydra. Hell Hydra. That was, the, that was the last panel of the book, right? Yeah. So now he's I, a Hydra secret agent. He's a sleeper agent. Like... I, that, that was that was the... The issues just came out. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't read it yet. And Did people are... It? No. People are clamoring for Captain America to have a boyfriend. They really want Bucky and Cap together. <laughs> They want Captain America to be gay. But they're friends. They don't need to be intimate lovers. Let That's them... the other conversation we got into huge is they don't need to turn. If they need a gay character, they can make a gay character. Why do they have to turn an established I mean, character? What, what happened? What, what, uh, Iceman, right? Yeah. What, what happened to that? Well, Iceman and Northstar. What, what happened to that? Nothing. They've pretty much put it on the back burner. Yeah, you. but it's not a mainstream. It's not like... Wolverine's gay, or it's not like Captain America's gay. Like Could that would show, that? that would show the world when Captain America becomes gay. Instead of his claws come out, they're like three penises. <laughs> oh my god! Hey boys, they're rainbow flags. <laughs> hey boys, woo. <laughs> um, but I'm not against. I fully support the the LGBT, the the gay and lesbian lifestyle. If you're gay, you have my full support. I have nothing against you. But in the comic book industry, don't turn a character gay if there's no reason for it. Yeah. If there's no plot, there's no reason where no, there's no storyline driving it. Don't just turn a character gay to do it. 
make a gay character. Make a gay superhero. You you want a gay character? Make one. You know, you don't have to change someone gay. Flamboyant man? You don't have to <laughs> rewrite years and years and years of continuity just to do that. No. I mean, they could just have somebody come out of the superhero closet. That's the same. That, but that's the same thing as writing him as gay. Like... But I mean, they. I mean, not, it doesn't have to be somebody that's been around. I mean, like, they could just have somebody. Could be a new mutant they find, or a new inhuman they find, or. That would be the best way to go. A gay you know? inhuman. I mean. Yeah. My my mutant power is I like to suck penis. <laughs> no, you're just gay, bro, and that's okay. We accept you. No, it's a superpower. Damn it! You're just superpower. <laughs> it's my superpower. <laughs> wow. It's my, my superpower, superpower is getting all the cum. Oh. <laughs> Getting it all out. My superpower is slurping <laughs> this cum through a straw. Oh, dude, it's so gross. But yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason to make a character gay. Other if there's not, if it's not furthering the story at all. No, you don't do it just because people are clamoring for it. Come on now. Um, Gotham season three has been announced that it is going to feature such villains as the Mad Hatter, Talon, Solomon Grundy, and the Tweedle Brothers. Mm, I, you know, I like the Mad Hatter. I think he's fucking cool. I think he's a cool character. Yeah. I liked him when they were writing him in the uh, the Dark Knight run. Mm-hmm. I thought he was... I think he's a cool... I think he's cool. He's... I think he's a cool character, actually. Where's my sol- Where's my onomatopoeia? Where's my um, <laughs> calendar man? You know, give me some calendar man. The calendar man. But I thought man. the whole point of this season two was rise of the villains. When yeah, what are you going rise of more villains? Apparently so. <laughs> Apparently so. I need. I'm about two episodes behind. I think on Gotham. It's I watched a good show. I stumbled on the season finale at the very end, and I was like. I don't understand what the fuck's going on in this show. All kinds of shit it. happened. Yeah, I turned it. I was like, yikes. Um, it's actually a pretty good show. I mean, I, I mean, really want to watch the episode with the court owls, though. Although their masks look weird. Did they? I, how many episodes ago was that? Because I don't remember seeing like three. There may be a more than that episodes behind. Three Maybe episodes. I need to catch up on my TV. Maybe you do. What the fuck have you been doing, Kyle? Nothing. Walking? I guess. Yeah, I have been walking actually. Li- living the life, leaving the show. <laughs> leaving. I, heard, I heard you're leaving the show. I leave and come back every time. Three times a week you leave and come back. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna leave at the end of this episode <laughs> and then come back on Friday. <laughs> Don't forget to come back Friday. Oh, shit. Uh, but um, yeah, that's a good place to end this week's episode. Wasn't a lot of news, but we did cover a lot of shows. We did cover some Walking Dead. Got a little bit of smorgasbord for everybody. A little G- bit. Give give you uh you know Game of Thrones fans a little little you know morsel. It's like, it's like a potpourri episode. Yeah, a little morsel. We gave uh we know spoiled fucking outcast for everyone who hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> um, talked a little bit of Walking Dead. Talked Silicon a little bit Valley. of Walking Dead. Little Silicon Valley. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Just just sprinkled on top. I need a new chair. Just a sprinkle of it. Anybody wants to donate to the PayPal to help me get a new yeah. chair? Yeah. So I'd appreciate yeah. It. Speaking of that, <laughs> if you like our show. We do appreciate you. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure to download us on iTunes. We are now on the Google Play Music Store. What the fuck is that? It is the music where people with Android phones go to download their music. It's like iTunes. Oh, it's iTunes for Android. For Android. Sweet. So we are now on the Google Play Music Store. So if you want you to listen to us You were approved at all, huh? We were. They didn't listen then. <laughs> um, or they were just like, man, your show is so good. People need to hear this. Um, I doubt that very highly, but you know, let's fill in as much content as we can. So yeah, if you want to listen, if you want to support us, um, on SoundCloud, we appreciate that. All of our, um, all, if you want to give to us on Patreon, all of our donations we receive on Patreon go directly to the show to getting new equipment, new chairs, new mic cables. I want a nice chair with, with arms. And it's just yeah. and I and it's like padded in mm-hmm. black. They will allow us to <laughs> um, get you know finally finish our studio. That'd be cool. Um, Cal- uh, the roommate could cut more squares out. For yeah, the ceiling. shitty squares. But um, but yeah, 
Um, so if you want to do that, we appreciate that. Uh, if you want to just donate to a single episode, you can do through so through PayPal at absolutegeekpodcast at gmail.com on PayPal. Um, or we need to make a new Patreon. We do need to make a new Patreon video. Um, or what else? You can download us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Overcast, um, so many places. Pretty, pretty much anywhere you can yeah. Get, yeah. get a podcast. Make sure if you're at Phoenix Comic Con next weekend to come to our panel Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Is it 9 o'clock? It's at 9 o'clock. Fuck. We go through this every time. I just figured out, I just found out today that that is my birthday. Really? You just found out that that's your birthday? Yeah, today. <laughs> what? Uh, all right. Because um, I was trying to figure out, like, my wife's like, okay, what time's your panel? I was like, I think it's like at 7. And then she's like, oh, we'll just stay downtown and we'll go out afterwards. And I was like, sweet. I said, but now that it's at 9. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, you can go afterwards. I could still go out afterwards. Um, if, or if you can't make it to our panel Saturday, come to our one Sunday where we'll be with Logan from Paper Robots. And um, I feel bad because I can't remember the other podcast name. Um, doing another panel about getting into podcasting. So that's that's always cool. What time is that one at? That is at noon on Sunday. Fuck. All right? I know. The things we get ourselves it's into. It's really at 9 o'clock? It is. Yeah. Damn. But yeah. Um, or if you're just at the convention and want to say hi, say what up. We'll be wearing our Absolute t-shirts so we'll be easy to find yeah and i'm sure we'll be lugging around with some other people that'll be wearing them too so we'll have our own little fan club we're gonna have our own little fan club oh shit oh shit but yeah so for the absolute geek podcast i am Matt, and i'm kyle saying we will see you on friday with another episode uh, well with our dc rebirth special and then we'll see you on monday with another episode of the you know what's for friday but who cares right have a great weekend everybody (laughs) 